Hi Lord, thank you so much for downloading our episode. This is John Gora. I hope you listen and you get inspired. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get our episodes each and every week as they drop. Be the first listener and get inspired. Welcome again to this episode. My name is John Gora. As usual, you can call me the motivator. It's another humbling time as we are approaching Ramadan in Bahrain. And this is a place where people observe the Ramadan. In other words, they are fasting for straight one month. It is the best season, is the best period that you can take with any faith. It doesn't matter whether you are a Muslim, a Christian, a Hindu or whatsoever. This is a month of restoration. It's a month where we turn back to God and we ask God to wash away all our sins and we also worship and thank him for whatever he has done in our lives. But that aside, today we have another episode that we are going to talk about something so unique and this is not for the faint-hearted people because tonight I'm going to drop something down for you to understand how parents have been raping their own children in disguise or directly. And this is something that nobody talks about because the society terms it a disgrace to the family. Some of the kids are suffering inwardly. Some of the kids are suffering even after telling it out because it cannot be resolved. They remain in an agony that they will live with for the rest of their lives. So let's dive into this. So the first question to ask yourself as a parent is how strict a parent are you to your kids? And what are the boundaries that you have created for your kids? So maybe in terms of going out, socializing with friends, in terms of, you know, watching movies or using the television in the house, in terms of their studies, in terms of their faith, as in how free are they to choose where to go to worship? as your kids in the house. It's a very, very controversial conversation, but there is a very important part of understanding that these are things that we need to talk about. We need to understand that a lot of this generation today, we are creating people who have got some secrets in them, secrets that are hurting, secrets that that are so shameful, and these are secrets that They can never share with any other person apart from themselves and they are dying from inside. So let me ask you this question before we move to the next step. How safe is your child at home in your absence? Have you ever asked yourself how safe is your child at school under the person that you designed to them as a trustee to see them? when you're leaving school and going back home. How safe is your child inside a church if you are a Christian? How safe is your child in those church groups, the missions, the classes, the studies, Bible study, name it. How safe are they in these institutions? And lastly, how safe is your child 
with their relatives and your close friends for that matter? These are questions that most of us are not asking, but I brought this conversation because I've met a lot of friends, I've met a lot of people talking about these issues, talking about how our children are being raped. It's, it, it's, it's so pathetic to say this. Our children are being raped inside our houses, inside our churches, inside our schools, by the people that we trust with the people that they trust most. And that's why some of the people you see today, the youths who are coming out, maybe to join companies, or maybe to help the society grow, have got a lot of anxiety, have got a lot of hurting moments. They have a lot of pain in them. The reason being, they get hurt with the people they trust most. So, let's talk about your house. In your absence, most of the parents um, in this generation seem to create some boundaries for their children. Like they cannot go out to socialize with their friends. They cannot move even to the next neighborhood. They have to stay indoors. And maybe we try to do this by buying them mobile phones, buying them tabs or, 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 or uh, iPads, or maybe buying them a television which is regulated by maybe parents mode, you know, some shit things that we don't understand because this is what happens. Every solution that is created by man has got, an, has got a virus that is created by the same man. So when you are a parent and you are uh, putting a password in the electronic gadgets like a smart television to control them uh, from reach, maybe your children not to reach other, uh, other sources like YouTube and all that, there is somebody who is teaching them how to get your password off. These things are available on Google. So this is what happens. When you strictly monitor your kids by putting those boundaries, what happens inside that room when you're not there, nobody knows. And the reason is some of them get into watching some porn movies with the gadgets that you buy them and you think that you have created some security measures to not allow them go beyond what you want them to do. Listen, this is what happened with a human being, whether a child or an adult. Whatever is unknown is always the anxiety that drives every human being to try it, to know it. Everyone is anxious to get to know whatever is unknown. So when you create something that is unknown, something that is secured, every kind of a human being will try to get to know what it is. They will use every step that is possible to get to understand why that thing is unknown to them. And this is how it starts. So I want to give you a short story of myself and my parents, and especially my dad and how we used to relate with my dad. My dad was somebody who never taught us what not to do. He used to teach us what we are supposed to do, and we were so free. We, we, we grew up in a family that was so free uh, in such a way that um, it's funny because um, starting uh, by religion, let's say, we were all Christians. But my dad used to um, attend SDA because he was a SDA faithful. My mom was uh, a Protestant or a born-again Christian who used to attend Kenya Assemblies of God uh, together with us. So we chose to uh, attend the same church with our mom. 
And there was no rules that you had to attend this church. My stepmother used to attend ACK as uh, her place of worship. So we had that chance to choose where to go and uh, believe or worship. And there was room for you to, even if you wanted to become a Muslim, it was allowed for you to do that. It was allowed to help you understand the meaning of going to church. It wasn't about pushing you to attend church. Because this is what we do. We push our children, we push them to go to church. They go to places, they go for fear that maybe they will not be given food or whatsoever, and they end up learning nothing. So where is the freedom? People talk about freedom. And somebody reminded me, and I want to quote John Maxwell, uh, a leadership coach, who said that uh, when you become a mature person, one of the things that shows your maturity is the ability to see things from another person's point of view. You don't see the world through what is best for you, but you think about what is best for others. So our kids are the others we are talking about. Try to see things from their own side, what is good for them. Are they good to socialize? Let us try to explain to them the ways on how they can socialize with their friends. Let us try to explain to them why something is not good for them, rather than locking them out from it. So, I talked about trip. How does it happen in our houses? Sometimes in our own houses, we restrict our kids from going to the neighborhood and we are visited with our cousins, our, our aunts, our uncles, our stepbrothers. And these are the people that end up sleeping with our kids in our houses. And because they cannot talk, because they cannot speak up, it continues to grow and it happens the same way repeatedly without somebody realizing. And this torments the kids. This gives a very bad upbringing. It gives pain into these kids. They lose trust of a human being because they don't trust their parents because their parents brought them into this kind of a shed. Their parents brought them to trusted the people that they feel should never be trusted. So they lose the, the urge or the, the feeling of trusting anything leave alone even the people, they don't trust anything. To make the matters worse, sometimes when our kids pick up and they tell us that, Dad, um, you know when you left us with the Uncle Sam, um, he was trying to touch me here and there, and then the parents say, shh, 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 don't speak, don't, don't, don't say that, don't say that. How will people think? How will the society think? Did it happen? Yes. Keep silent. Don't ever tell anybody about this. We will solve it internally. The kid remains with all the pain because you want to uh, clear your name. You want to uh, uh, protect your, your we, we call it your dignity. Forgetting about the dignity of this kid. Forgetting about the feeling of this child. So most of the kids are silent. And we call it the pain in silence because these things happen, they cannot say. But when they speak up, we silence them because we don't want society to see the picture of what is happening 
within your families. Let's talk about schools. When I was in school, there were so many kind of parents who used to bring their kids and then assign them to certain teachers or certain people within the school compound that they trusted. And this gave these people, some of them, not all teachers are, the, uh, are, are of this such a character, but there are some people, human beings, don't call them teachers, don't call them doctors, don't call them parents. There are human beings who are animals. So when they show you their good sides from outside, what they, 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 what they keep inside, nobody knows. You assign them as a trustees to take care of your kids and in the process, they defile their kids and the kids can't speak because maybe they've been threatened or maybe they've gotten into it and they're liking what they're experiencing. And this in, in real time will affect the psychology of these kids. It affects the, the way of trusting people. It affects their way of life and their way of growth but most of us are not talking about these things because even right now as i'm speaking about this a lot of people will be like oh, how dare you talk about this you know these are some things that we cannot talk about they're shit you you know you're somebody who is a born again why dare you talk about this we are not talking about it and we are losing our kids. We are not losing them because they are dying, but we are losing them because we are growing up kids who are fearful, kids who have got pains, kids who have been hurt, and kids who don't see any good thing about the future. Let's talk about the church. A lot of parents trust the people they church with. We trust the friends of our children that church with us. And we would rather allow our kids to go with them to church, go with them to birthday celebrations, rather than just allowing kids maybe to even go shopping alone or maybe go for a, a friend's a party or something of that. We will restrict them. We will create boundary. But have we ever asked ourselves what happens with the trusted church mates to our kids? What happens with the people that we trust to see them? off as their maybe teachers of the word of God, the Bible teachers and all that. Have we ever asked ourselves how far do they go? Have you ever sat down with your kids and asked them, go deep into asking them such kind of questions? What happens? Because a lot of kids suffer in this time, in between the time they leave home and they go to church and the time they leave church and they come back home. They suffer and in silence and they are being silenced by either threats or maybe you know uh, interest arises and now it becomes part of them and they want to enjoy it more so they won't tell they will be there but remember there's something that is being killed there's trust that is being killed there's a pain that is being created that will follow these kids up to the last moment the world is turning right now whereby you see people fighting a lot of things, in, in, including gender uh, transformation. And these are things that have happened because of some kind of pains that people have gone through. There are some kind of silenced pain or silenced hurtings that they went through and they could, they could not speak. They could not find somebody to speak for them. And therefore they choose to go the other way around. We have to ask ourselves how we are going to take care of our kids. Sometimes we 
trust our relatives and we cannot allow kids to go to the market. We cannot allow kids to uh, go visit their friends who probably are good people, who probably are people who will help your kids to know how to socialize with others. And we send them to our relatives, our uncles, our aunts, our grandparents, our stepmothers, stepbrothers. What happens? These kids get defiled by these people that we trust most. And because they get defiled by the people we trust as parents, they lose trust for us. They lose trust for them. They lose trust for the world. And they lose trust of everything. Parents, this is a message from me to you. Let us devise a better way of showing the way to our kids. Stop creating boundaries. Allow kids to express themselves. Allow kids to know the unknown, but take them through it. Learn how to teach kids, how to understand the things that you think are unknown and they should not know. Because if they won't learn it from you, definitely, they are going to learn it from somebody else. And the person who is going to teach them is going to teach them for their own best interests. So it is better you teach them from your own best interest rather than leaving the world or the other people to teach your kids from their own interest. They say in my Swahili, asiafunzwa na mamai, hufunzwa na dunia. That means that if you don't teach your kids, the world will teach them. It's a warning that you should not allow the world to teach your kids. Take the responsibility. Teach them the unknown. Allow them to socialize. Leave them free. Tell them what to do. Don't teach your kids what not to do. This is my message for today. Thanks for watching. My name is John Gora, aka The Motivator. If it's your first time on this channel, please click the subscription button and don't forget to click the notification button because that is the best button that you should be clicking to remind you when we publish these videos again. For today, Happy Ramadan to everybody, not only Muslim, everybody across the world. Happy Ramadan, celebrate it and get back to your knees, thank God, fast with the Muslims and enjoy life. It's healthy, it's spiritual and it's energizing. So let's go Ramadan. See you guys in the next video. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I hope you subscribe not to miss any episode that comes each and every week. We'll drop it right here to inspire not only you, but the world over.